welcome to the Red Bra Project podcast, where red bra moments live. I'm Renee Bouse, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Red Brawl Project. We are here with episode number 56 and we have such an exciting guest for you guys tonight. We're so excited to introduce you to our guest. But first of all, I'm going to say hi to my lovely co-host. Hi, Shana. How is it going? It's good, Renee. How are you? It's finally beautiful here in New England. I got outside. I don't have sleeves. Like, this is exciting. <laughs> I know. You probably feel like it's a whole different vacation for you there without all of the cold. It was just snowing last week. We had a frost advisory last week. Yes, we did. So, but now I don't have sleeves and I'm still stuck in my apartment, but it is okay. I'm embracing well, it all. <laughs> I can tell the sunshine is radiating from you. So, oh, so sweet. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. We are hanging in there. So, um, and to all of our viewers who join us tonight, we're so excited to have you guys with us. And um, we hope that you are staying healthy and safe out there. So, without further ado, we are going to introduce. The amazing Jessica Rambo, who has quite the just, I don't know, it's, it's going to be a heartfelt, inspiring, hopeful um, story for all of you guys. So I'm not going to give it all away. I'm going to introduce you to Jessica. Jessica, welcome to the Red Bra Project. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Thanks for the invitation to come talk to everybody. You're so oh, yes, we're. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here. And um, I mean, I found you on Instagram through another account and I could not stop looking at your account just um, based on your beautiful mission and your story. So if you can tell us just a little bit more about um, you as a person, <laughs> what, what you do for work and how you're highlighting that on Instagram, how we fell in love with you. Yeah, so um, I, I uh, grew up in a military family both my parents were in the military. My mom did six years in the Navy and 14 years in the Coast Guard. And the year she retired, I joined the Marine Corps. I wasn't done with uh, traveling and, you know, being a part of that culture. So, of course, I had to pick the toughest of the toughest and join the Marine Corps and prove everybody that I could hack it too. And so I did 10 years in the Marine Corps as a combat cameraman. So pretty much they just go around documenting what Marines do all around the world, uh, the good, bad, the ugly, and kind of tell the Marine Corps story. So I did that for 10 years and I got medically retired after a pretty bad car accident. Um, I rolled my car 550 feet across I-95 uh, going to barracks duty on a Sunday morning. Thank goodness my kids weren't there with me. Um, so when I got medically separated from the Marine Corps, I didn't really know what I was going to do. And so I, uh, on a whim, applied for art school and some reason I got in. <laughs> so that's what brought me to Greensboro, North Carolina, where I went to University of North Carolina at Greensboro and spent my time originally doing um, art education degree. And then I quickly realized I really loved my children not so much other people's uh, children. 
Uh, and so I switched my major to sculpture and ceramics and uh, a minor in community-based arts. So murals and, you know, uh, homeless shelters, that kind of stuff, kind of getting art to the places that I feel need it the most. And that's kind of what started uh, the bus uh, uh, project was, you know, getting to meet those types of people. Oh, I have so many questions out of that. I'm sure you do yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's um, a little long-winded, but. Uh, no, not at know. all. <laughs> I've said, I mean, to sum up your life in that short amount of time is yeah. well done. <laughs> You know, that's all I did in 34 years. It's not, you know, a lot. It's all right. <laughs> you did mention your bus, though. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, halfway through art school, I bought a bus off of Craigslist for $5,000. Uh, and I initially meant to just build a tiny home for my family. And then it kind of evolved into this uh, nonprofit where we teach veterans uh, art and then also advocate for veteran artists. There's a lot out there and there's probably one or two or 20 in your in your community which you can help support by purchasing their art and you know help them tell their stories. So our main mission is just to advocate for veterans telling their stories and um, you know if we naturally get a therapeutic aspect from making art or coloring you know everybody's real into those adult coloring books and that's all a part of you know the mindfulness kind of aspect and so we're more of an art studio than a therapy place but just naturally doing art is therapeutic and you know even the gruff of gruff manly men from the military come around to you know liking doing art for for their own you know healing wow that is so cool. <laughs> so unique you have one of like one of those most unique unconventional stories every time you get to a certain um segue you're like and i did and then <laughs> you're just like wait a minute wait a minute holding on i know i'm like i want to go back to the car accident what happened yeah <laughs> Uh, the car accident, literally on a Sunday morning at 6 a.m., I was driving to work. I worked at uh, Marine Corps Base Quantico, Anna, Virginia, and I, the truck driver must have not saw me and just clipped my tire of my car, and I went rolling and, uh, you know, had to get, you know, ripped down to this car and, you know, kind of craziness how car accidents happen. Just a split second, my life changed and you know it kind of had these ups and downs and what caused my own mental health you know healing process and you know drug and alcohol abuse to kind of get over the stuff that was happening so you know that's pretty much you know I, I my mission is a lot of things but it's all the stuff that helped me come out of of all of that grief and you know the ending of my career a lot of veterans you know tend to have that tra uh, transitioning problem. And I also had that, um, you know, in just mental health in general and trauma that you go through through the military. So all of it is stemmed from a personal experience, which I think like you were saying, um, I have this like niche of this like crazy thing, but you know, a lot of my counseling and, you know, treatment were not done. Um, by people that had ever experienced not one of the things I experienced. And that's one thing I can bring is when 
these veterans come and we, you know, make art, we just naturally start talking and they can talk about their experiences. And I know exactly what they're talking about and how they're feeling. And, and, you know, that's not something that you can really get from just a common, you know, person on the street that's, you know, doing good and want to help, but there's just something a little different about talking to your brothers and sisters in arms, you know, and most of the time it's not even talking about it. You're, you just say, oh, I was in the Marine Corps. Got it. You're now my brother or sister for life. And, and I got your back, you know, and that's one of the most amazing parts of being in the military. I mean, I, we talk about this a lot, but the stories that we get to hear and then how you get to where you are now and what led you there is always just, it's so special and it's so unique to each person. And I'm so glad that you're here after that horrendous car accident and yeah. thriving and you're doing amazing. And I know you're a mama and, you know, um, a teacher. Yeah. A mentor. I don't know if you've seen him picking a snack over here. I know we fridge, had a red wrapper, but... <laughs> a, little, uh, a little red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we saw him. Um, so he's on him. brand. He's just he's wearing a snack. So he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wearing his uh, famous nine line apparel t-shirt. He won't take it off. He loves it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, painted buffalo. He's wearing one of my shirts. Okay. Thanks, for supporting me. <laughs> That's the best. That's awesome. Um. And I think that's so neat how you're able, you found something that you weren't able to get through your own therapy and healing and things like that. And it just sounds like it was a natural kind of progression. Um, when you got to the point of, you know, after you bought the bus and you thought that it would be a tiny home, how did you get to the point where it kind of transitioned into a home on wheels? And I, tell us a little bit about you're getting ready. Is it fair to say you're embarking on your first journey in it soon? Not our first journey, but our first around the United States. Like, this is the biggest trip we've ever taken. Uh, we've taken, you know, week, month trips, those kinds of things. But this is, you know, months and weeks on top of each other trips to drive completely around the United States. We have set up to, so far, meet 150 veteran artists throughout our travels and be able to go to their studio and talk about their service and and their art practice and studio space and all of the things that I'm really fascinated about and what makes it you know, special for them. And then also um, our biggest initiative that we're working on is called the Paint Can Project. And what I do is fill ammo cans uh, with art supplies and give them to veterans who are ready to tell their story through art. And um, hopefully by the end of it, I'll be able to, you know, make an exhibition and, you know, a, a gallery opening with all of the works that we've collected over the time. That's so awesome. So <laughs> how far out were you planning this trip and has the new COVID stuff impacted any of those plans and has that changed? I mean, that's amazing that you have you said 150 people already set to meet up. Yes. I'm just curious. Yeah, so we've been planning for about six months or so, um, you know, different. I kind of built a list of all the places in America that I wanted to see. You know, we're very much a, an adventure family and a creativity family. So we kind of blend those together. We're on all of our hikes. We bring our sketchbooks and talk about it and that kind of stuff. 
And so I, I originally just made a whole list of all the places in America that I've wanted to go and then kind of, you know, talk to other veteran artists. Hey, does anybody, you know, live in these areas we're already going to be in? Could you, you know, let me know where you live so I can come visit you? And, you know, the, the response was incredible. And we're just, you know, slowly pinpointing where veteran artists in America live and being able to make our route so that we can catch as many as we can. How the COVID stuff uh, definitely has infected it because we park in national parks, we park at stores, we park, you know, at all of these places. And we, um, you know, kind of are already socially distant, just the lifestyle. We <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Sorry, there's a lady uh, looking in the window of the bus. Oh, Atlas. Um, is your dog's name Atlas? Body. Atlas, yeah, like a map. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. She's um, a blue healer we picked up in Texas. There she is. And then that's Bella there. And she's a service <laughs> dog um, provided by a veteran organization um, that trains service dogs for veterans. And so I've had her nine years. And uh, I don't know if you can see them, but that's our newest member, Sushi, uh, <laughs> right there, asleep on the on the uh, carpet there. Sushi blends <laughs> in with that carpet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his favorite spot, just hanging out. Um, so the COVID stuff definitely has affected, you know, places to stay. National parks and state parks are all closed right now. Um, some states are slowly opening up, but you know that really affects, you know, the adventure side of it. And then, you know, a lot of people are just worried about getting sick and, and, you know, our biggest thing is kind of, you know, in parking lots and gas stations and all of that stuff. People, you know, like that woman that was just staring in the window, she's the, the mail lady, um, you know, she'll come and look in the window and that's my opportunity to be like, hey, you want to come inside? This is what we do, you know, and it's just, you know, always working kind of stuff. So that kind of affects you know, the getting the word out there that we're out there and kind of advocating, you know, for the veteran. But, you know, we adapt and overcome. That's, you know, the main thing that military members do. And, you know, like everything else, we'll, we'll figure out how we can, you know, be safe and keep everyone healthy, but also, you know, uh, uh, travel <laughs> also. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, to adapt and overcome kind of with a military background and the challenges and all of your missions and things you would do, but then, I mean, you adapt and overcome every single day by the lifestyle that you live, living in a bus. Right. It's yeah. <laughs> to be done and looked after and everything like that. And then your children as well. Um, and, and you're, yeah. I mean, like you said, you, you're probably always on, which is exciting in some ways because people are right. curious. They see your bus on the outside. They have lots of questions, I'm sure. Right. And you know, like, a lot of people, I have my good days and my bad days. I'm still struggling, you know, my own mental health and all that kind of stuff. So some days I'm a little less uh, willing to let people in our home, you know, I, I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. I just got to get gas and got to go. But, you know, look me up on Instagram and, you know, I'll be able to talk to you there. I just, sorry, I'm not really feeling it. And, 
you know, some people, you just got to feel it down. I'm a woman on the road by myself with my children. And some people have to be respectful that I'm just getting some weird vibes and sorry, you can't come in. You know, that's just, that happens also. So, you know, it's, it's just kind of, uh, you know, playing with, you know, what, what, you know, you're, you know, we just have this natural gut feeling and just kind of feeling off of that. And some days when I'm having a real terrible day and just talking to somebody about this mission, and then I start driving and I'm like, man, that was a really awesome conversation. So you never, you never know, you know, and it's just kind of, you know, taking your time and being respectful of yourself and your boundaries, but also, you know, kind of stepping outside your comfort zone because you're not going to be able to grow without it. I think it's amazing self-awareness though, that like when you know you're not going to be on, it's not the day to sell your mission and everything. Yeah. I think it's good to say, not today, look me up. I'd be happy to chat then and yeah, sell it exactly. when you feel. And so you say you're still struggling with your mental health, but I think that you actually have learned those coping mechanisms of what will help you. So it took a lot of uh, counseling and inpatient treatment and, you know, getting rid of the drug and alcohol problem. And, you know, I'm sober and I'm just, you know, trying my best to kind of uh, live in a healthy way. And, you know, the, my children, ultimately, I'm just, you know, really want to make them proud and, you know, happy for me and be thriving and, loving their life and I couldn't do this and this is my dream but if they didn't have fun you know I wouldn't you know be doing this I would be you know in a regular house kind of hold up kind of figuring out how I can get you know my mission out there in a in a brick and mortar type spot but you know being able to go to veterans that you know mental health they can't leave their house physically they can't leave their house or you know all of those things, this way I can literally pull up to their front door and either go to their home and teach an art class and just give them an hour of reprieve, or they can come on the bus and I've set up my living room to be inviting for people to come in and just make art as a family, you know, there's different options. So, you know, that's the best part about, you know, traveling is to go to the veteran because it's it's hard, you know, depending on which part of the country you're in. There's not a lot of, you know, outlets for veterans, you know, if they're out in the country or, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, and hard to get around, you know, ultimately that's the hardest part. So that's what we're trying our best to do is just get our art studio to them so that, you know, they don't have any excuses not to take my class. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> I know you're having a bad day. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Jessica, you are such um, you are so such a symbol of strength. So just in the different things that you've done, and to be on the other side of dealing with you know drugs and alcohol and dealing with your recovery and healing, and now you're able to share that strength with other people through through this vehicle and this artistic avenue. Um, talk to us a little bit about how some veterans can find you and you, I know you've said veteran artists, but do you have to be an artist to come and participate and, you know, learn and grow kind of in that way? No. So it's kind of a two part thing. So veterans who are already artists and have been making their livelihood outside or during their military service to, you know, like 
people don't realize artists, that is their job. That's how they feed their families. That's how they, you know, grow and heal, but also pay the bills. So it's, you know, advocating for them and going to your community and say, we are here, you know, support us. You know, you want to support the military or veterans specifically. And here I am, buy my art or buy a t-shirt or, you know, local businesses in your community that are ran by veterans but the second part is getting veterans who have nothing to do with art but they just you know need a tool in their toolbox that's healthy and holistic and so you know some take my classes and they're like yeah that was fun but it's not for me well you tried and check on the box that's not for me but you now have that tool in your toolbox that you can eventually fall back on that, hey, I'm having a stressful day, but Rambo, that's my last name, um, you know, Rambo said, if I color in these coloring books, you know, that will help me calm down. And, you know, that's one of the things that I really love is the adult coloring books. And so I give them to all the veterans I meet in my paint can because it's just another, you know, sitting there watching TV coloring. You don't realize it, but it, it really does something to the brain cells and, and the therapeutic stuff that it happens. And I'm sure even doing that in a group setting with you, if they come out for an hour or whatever, just relaxing the mind a little bit may open right. the door to conversations that they may not have had or felt, you know, relaxed enough or comfortable to have. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we have um, group settings, we have one-on-one -on -one settings, depending on what your comfortability is. And we're, you know, really flexible. It's literally what the veteran wants to do. I'll figure out a way to bring it to them and you know we'll make it happen i have the world's largest amount of art supplies inside of a school bus um you know and so just about anything they come up with i can come up with a project for them to do um but you know it's it's you know uh, adapting to you know what makes them comfortable but then getting that bond and then knowing when it's time to kind of push them to kind of guide them to, you know, hey, I know that's been working for you, but has it really been working for you? Not really. Let's see what we can do on a, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day step system to kind of get you out of, you know, whatever that rut is that you're in. I'm curious, after the accident, you grew up in a military family. So this yes. was your, your whole life. My Full life. This yes. was your trajectory. How did you, was art always something you were passionate about? And, and how long then did it take you, I guess, to make the decision, this is how I'm going to progress? Yeah, so I um, made a deal with my mom. All right, fine. I'll go to a semester of college to appease you, but that's, you're just wasting your money. Like as soon as I, you know, hit, you know, hit this one semester, I'm, go I'm joining the Marine Corps. Like, I'm not kidding. That's what I'm doing. And my mom was stationed in Seattle, Washington, and I was in on Long Island in New York. And I called her up. Hey, mom, just letting you know, I joined the Marine Corps. And she, you know, of course, like a lot of parents freak out, like, what do you mean you, you know, and that was in 2005. Um, so, you know, the start, you know, first five years of the war and things are happening. And you mean you joined the Marine Corps? Like, what are you thinking? You know, kind of thing. 
and I was already all already artistic and drawing and painting and doing murals in a part of my community. And that's why I picked Combat Camera to do as my job because I wanted to maintain the artistry, but also serve my country and travel the world and tell, you know, stories through art that way. So I just kind of stayed in what I already knew, but used the left and the right side of my brain because artists and veterans don't usually uh, match up. But, you know, if you can make it happen, it's, it's a beautiful, you know, teamwork uh, thing that happens. I love it. I love it all. I have like so many questions. <laughs> and I'm sure our viewers are curious. So I'm going to ask Yeah, they haven't written or anything, but I'm sure they're, how are you living in the school bus and running a business? And <laughs> what, how, what made you have this minimalist life? I have like, I'm, I always tell people I'm an artist first and a half-ass business person <laughs> uh, second, because I don't really know what I'm doing. And my friends that are business owners, I'm always like, so uh, I have this piece of paper that said the IRS said I have to give them. Can you help me fill it out? <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Like, can you please, I'll, uh, I don't know, paint you a picture, <laughs> you know, and kind of do something like that. But, you know, it's a lot of work, but I'm determined you know, for the grander umbrella of it all to make this work. And I believe in it. And, and I, you know, ultimately, I just want my brothers and sisters in arms to survive. And I have this quirky catchphrase, you know, uh, saving lives with art supplies. And that's ultimately my, my goal is just to give veterans a, a an outlet that doesn't include, you know, self harm. It's so beautiful. Hey. <laughs> oh, say hi, Liam. Hi. <laughs> um, I know that this is a very loaded question, the next one, because I understand how much may go into it, but talk to us yeah. a little bit about your bus renovation and what that was like for you. Whew. Uh, a lot of my bus friends, they have like, they're a couple, so they have a buddy to kind of help them out and make decisions, but I don't have that. I'm, you know, uh, divorced and I'm just a, a determined mama to, and I'm stubborn and I'm, you know, a Marine and I'm going to make it happen. So I literally on a whim went and saw this school bus off of Craigslist or uh, Facebook marketplace, bought it. Um, I was literally a week later I flew to Italy for a month for a, a study abroad trip for college and so when I came back I was all gung-ho ready I was out there making plans of what I was going to do and doing research and a lot of us joke we take YouTube University you know and anything I needed to learn I just watched uh, about a hundred YouTube videos on how to do it and I, I gutted the entire thing um, down to its studs and all the metal, all the seats, everything out. I insulated the entire thing like you would do a house, um, but there's, you know, different quirky things you have to do bus because like the ceiling is round and the walls are a little different. And I framed it and then added, uh, I, I built literally every piece custom to fit inside of a school bus, but I have a eight foot couch I have a dinette set that I'm sitting at right now that folds into a guest bed for a child if someone, my friends are, you know, on the road with us. 
I have a full kitchen, stove, oven, double sink, full apartment-sized fridge in here. I have a bathtub because something that really makes me happy is soaking in the bath and just releasing the day and, you know, maybe propping up my phone and watching a TV show for an hour in the bathtub. You know, that's something I really like. So it was important for me to put that here in the bus. We have um, uh, bunk beds for the kids and tons and tons and tons and tons of storage. So it was literally paycheck to paycheck and project to project you know, just kind of knocking things out when I had, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks here or there um, to kind of slowly build this thing up into what it is now. Wow. Can we just give her like a hell yeah? I know. <laughs> I think to go. Right? Like, that's it's, really a, it's a lot of work. There. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like anything, you put your mind to it. And, you know, there's a lot of days I'm like, man, who made, who, ah, why did I do this? And, uh, <laughs> nobody made this decision. But myself, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> you know, usually in, in couples, you know, the bus people, you know, one is very gung-ho, oh man, this was so cool. And the other one just kind of goes along with it because their spouse or significant other thinks it's fun. But me, I'm like, you know, to my son, hey dude, I bought a school bus and we're going to live in it. All right. And he's like, no, no, I am not living in that thing. And now, you know, because, you know, moms know best and he's learning that um, we're having a lot of fun. And if I ever talk about moving into a, a regular house, he's like, what do you mean? We live in our house. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing else. So it, it's fun to see that he's kind of like grown into really loving it as much as I do. And and it's great to, you know, hear him talk to his friends or, you know, people we meet on the street, how proud he is. And, you know, you know, a lot of people ask a lot of um, misogynistic questions like, well, who drives the bus? And my, and I always say, well, he does, yeah. talking about Liam, because that's a dumb question. I'm going to answer with a dumb answer. And, <laughs> you know, and he sticks up for me. Well, my mom drives the bus, duh. Like, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. So. We're a good uh, tag team together. He's got some good wits and, you know, good head on his shoulder. So we're doing pretty good. If, I mean, you are inspired. I don't sometimes want to finish any project that I start. Yeah. I'm going to maybe build this cabinet and not finish the last piece. You built yeah. an entire home inside of a former school bus. I have a lot of half done projects, I do have to admit, but, you know, That'll come in time and, you know, when I have nothing to do that day, I have a whole list of like, I'm bored, what should I do? And I, you know, have my checklist of things to do. But, you know, you'll get back to those projects eventually, right? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I thought <laughs> in quarantine I might, but I just yeah. mentally don't have the stamina to do. Yeah. Some people are living their best quarantine life. I am not one of them. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really but I am doing really well with TV watching so right that's so productive <laughs> yeah it's research right <laughs> hey, exactly <laughs> um and it's you know it's you say I put a bathtub in but it's not just yeah. a bathtub it's the plumbing it's the water it's your water tank um you yes. have your gray water your I mean 
it's just like <laughs> you built all of those house systems and I mean I'm very familiar because I live in a bus when I'm not traveling yeah. to work but uh -huh. I mean that honeydew whether it's with just yourself or anyone else it's that list is always there like, it's I'm endless sure. but I mean yeah, yeah. It, it, so did you name your bus yet so our bus is just the painted buffalo Okay. Um, and most people have kind of, you know, I've been thinking about names and what should I name it? And everybody's like, it's the painted Buffalo. Like you don't need anything else. I'm like, okay. You know, and now everybody's starting to, you know, just know the name. So I can't name, you know, rename it now. Right. No. It's like, but it's like, you know, we all name our buses, like people name their boats, you know, it's special to them. And, you know, so and it's, it'll it's earned its keep as the buffalo, yeah. Yeah, like the name fits and you cannot change it. So you're right about that. No, sure. I'm stuck with it, yeah. <laughs> for Liam and, you know, for him to learn through traveling, I mean, he's going to have an, a, an, a live history book and yeah. theology and everything like that. So that is just so cool. I think his love for the road is going to grow even more on this next trip that y'all are planning. And it's also, you know, teaching him you know, just there's different people in the world and there's, you know, like I just, that's my biggest pet peeve is how naive people are. And just like, just, you might not have to agree with them, but you know, that they don't agree with a lot of stuff, you know, you do. And, you know, just traveling and seeing the way that, you know, other people eat their food or the way that they, you know, walk down the street or carry themselves or just, you know, are kind to the wait staff at a restaurant, you know, just those human connections. That's my, you know, obviously I want him to be able to read and do math, you know, enough, but, you know, just being a good human being and, and a productive human in society when he grows up, that's ultimately the, the most important thing to me. And to love his mama, of course. <laughs> I think I think we're seeing that already as he yeah. goes through the video. <laughs> oh yeah, he likes to. He's probably heard these stories a thousand times. He could do a better interview than me, but you know he likes to watch and 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 it, you know, it's not so much you know how you you know you got to do this and you got to do that. If they don't see you living that and you doing that, then then it's useless. So you know as I, as much as I can practice what I preach. And, you know, when I mess up, I'm honest, like, Hey man, man, I really messed that up. Let's, we got to change course and this is what we're going to do. All right. All right, man. I, I really screwed that one, you know, because I'm human being too, you know, and I don't think a lot of parents let their kids in on the secret that they too are just human beings learning, you know, just as much as they are. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about where the name The Painted Buffalo came from. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I have been racking my brain, my traumatic brain injury brain, on ha where I came to love bison, but they're just, like, so majestic and so powerful and so peaceful, but, man, you piss them off and, and they'll let you know. And, and uh, I really like the comparison with veterans. We're pretty you know, even keeled and cool, collected, calm, and, uh, you know, do wonderful things under chaos. But, you know, you mess with us or you mess with our, our tribe and, and game over. 
And so that's kind of where the Painted Buffalo came into effect was, you know, it's an art studio and it needed kind of, you know, an arty kind of name. So the Painted Buffalo. And um, that's where that kind of came into came into play. Bison, you know, now it's the national mammal, but it's had a pretty up and down crazy history in American history. And, you know, they were pretty much extinct, used and abused and then discarded. And, you know, that's happened to a lot of veterans, used and abused for the mission in the military and, and then uh, transitioned out and that's the end of that, you know, kind of thing. So there's a lot of comparisons with the bison history in America and, and veteran history of America. Hmm. And very interesting and strong parallel too. So yeah. It's very connected. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, so I know, I feel like you've lived a lot of life and you've seen <laughs> things and a lot of experiences and this is probably going to be a tough one, but you know, what's one of the most unexpected things you've learned throughout everything you've been through and you know, where you are here? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, you know, the cabinet thing, you know, like the small projects, I was one of those people. And I, you know, here and there, I am part of that. But um, I'm determined to complete something and to see it through fruition, because it's ultimately really not about me. I've come over the mountain and I'm, you know, seeing the other side. But I have, you know, many of friends that lost their battles um, that, and we were fighting shoulder to shoulder together. And, and, you know, if I can, you know, save some of those people, not save them, but, you know, just show them like, hey man, I did it, you can do it. Like in tenfold, you know, kind of thing. And that's ultimately, it's, it's less about me and more about other people. And I, and I never want to let anyone down. So. I do the best I can to keep going so that they'll think I'm cool and I'm doing, you know, awesome. No matter, And when they think I'm doing good, then I feel good. And that's ultimately, you know, what it's about. Your story is just so, I love it. I mean, it's unique. It's nothing we've ever really highlighted before. And I think you're just doing so much service for the acknowledgement that there is PTSD for a lot of veterans. And you know, this isn't something that I think is readily talked about, but should be more. And right. so um, I'm glad that we have you here and that you can highlight that and that you're giving another, a new outlet for them to be able to, right. to, to find some kind of relief. I know you said you have a service dog. I know that's yeah. coming more and more um, for veterans, but right. can you just And that's the thing. It's not just art. It's not just mental health counseling it's not just a service dog you have to build a a package that works for you you know not just drawing every day is going to help me but you know on days that i don't draw my dog is just there and my bud and you know on on days that that's not working i go out into nature and just take a moment you know you have to kind of build a package for yourself and and every day it's not going to work. So you have to find things that some days this works and some days this works and kind of builds, you know, a treatment plan for yourself ultimately. And advocating for yourself is the biggest thing. I know there's something wrong with me. Figure it out, doctor. You're supposed to be, you know, the expert or, you know, you're not going to help me. I'm going to find it somewhere else. And that's ultimately, 
you know, I had all of these problems and I wasn't seeing relief. And so I had to build my care package for myself. I love that care package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we think of the red bra as, um, you know, that supportive uh, superpower maybe that you have, your confidence that can be seen or unseen. What do you think is like your red bra moment, a moment where you had that confidence that maybe you didn't know you had inside of you? Yeah, I mean, ultimately it was seeing the switch in my children that like, oh God, mom's doing this weird thing again. She bought a bus and we're gonna live in it. No, that's weird. Until <laughs> we moved on the bus and I literally one late night, I'm standing at the counter doing dishes and I look over and my boy is fast asleep as comfortable and as happy in his dreams as possible and I was like oh yeah okay I'm 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 going in the right direction you know and in just moments like that or you know just meeting up with friends and I'm you know I have a I've built this happy life and you know I I love talking about what I'm doing and other friends are like oh man, we're miserable and bored and I just want to go back out to work and go to the bar and do like all those things and they're miserable. And I'm like, man, you can like also do, you know, fun things. So it feels good when, you know, not that they're envious of what I'm doing, but, you know, they can see, you know, because they all went through my life with me, my friends, and they, I was right there, you know, going to the bars every, you know, night and doing all this stuff too. But you know, I, I got over that and, you know, did something that truly made me happy. And, you know, if I can inspire them to do it too, then it's, it's well worth it. I love it. I love it. You're just, <laughs> your story gives a lot of hope and inspiration in more than one ways. And Shauna and I always joke, we're like, we've got to have our guests back for a part two and absolutely follow up. And I mean, yeah. there's just so much that we can kind of dig and dive into, but um, you're doing amazing things out there, Jessica. And hi, Liam. <laughs> Thanks for supporting oh. me. So <laughs> um, but your guys' story together is just, it's so, it's so beautiful. And so tell us a little bit about where veterans can find you or how they go about kind of um, finding your route and seeing where you are to reach out and connect? Yeah, so the first thing most people have, hopefully, is the internet. So if you go to paintedbuffalostudio.com, um, you can find literally everything about our bus and our travels there. Um, if you don't have Instagram, which is the, the social media we use the most, my Instagram is tagged to there so you can see all the photos and all the captions and all the journeys that we've gone through. You scroll far enough uh, back, you'll see the bus fills and all the mess ups and bloopers and all the like, what am I doing moments. Um, but on there, there's a tab called the American Tour and that's our, our journey across the United States. Um, and they're all tagged, um, you know, if we're meeting a veteran artist or a veteran business, that's in, in there. And if you see that we're happening to come through your town or, or close, um, we'll avert our way to come, you know, catch you on our journey. And you just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, or, you know, I have a contact us tab on the website and you can let me know. Awesome. 
Well, we hope that many people connect with you after this, um, and we will make sure that we link up all that information you just shared um, on our page as well and here on our YouTube channel. And I'm just so, thank you for doing this. I, I like Renee said, there's so much more. Yeah. Um, I, we might need to schedule a part two because I feel like I just have all these questions still. And yeah. I'm sure as people watch, you just, you have this energy that, um, is just captivating and want to continue to hear it. So you're a great storyteller. Thank you. Um, but we end every episode with a quote. And the one that we chose for you is tell the story of the mountain you climbed because your words could be the chapter in someone else's survival guide by Morgan oh. Nichols. I would change words and put art, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you are helping people make up survival guides for others and you definitely are doing that yourself with your story and I'm so grateful that you shared it here with us tonight um so thank you so much and thank you Liam for being um our cameo appearance tonight <laughs> yes thank you so much and also for giving us all a, an awesome glimpse of your bus it just looks like oh, it's yeah. so cool um is that a skylight is a what is that a skylight up there uh, it's going to be a skylight. I have it. It's the emergency exit. Um, I have it opened right now, but as you can see, my, my paddleboard is taking up the whole ceiling right now. Uh, <laughs> we like to go on adventures and be outside and be a part of nature. And that's a part of our healing as well. But we have three skylights on the bus. Uh, we're saving and, and fundraising for solar, so we'll be completely off the grid and be able to go literally anywhere without having to plug in. Um, so that's something that goes on the roof and then putting an entire roof deck on the, on the top so that we can have a observatory or hangout spot up there as well. So those are, you know, some of those projects I was talking about, you know, when I get the funds or the time or the whatevers, I hope to, you know, at, include those in the bus as well. That is so cool. Oh, I can't wait to see it. We're going to keep following. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And thanks to everybody. And make sure to go follow Jessica either on her Instagram or take a look at her website. You can take a look at all of the before bus pictures. I love the sneak peek back there. Um, safe journeys to you on your adventure and we'll be, we'll be watching your story as it, as it develops. So uh, thank you everybody for tuning in today. If you like what you've heard, hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe for show reminders. You can follow us at the Red Bra Product product project on Instagram. That's where all the <laughs> updates and latest happenings happen. Also the redbraproject.com. And if you know somebody who could really use Jessica's story in their life and resonate with it, please share it with them because one story can really inspire somebody. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. so much for spending some time with us on the red bra project we are so excited you stopped by if the story resonated with you if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life we would be so grateful stories hold so much power we'd love to hear from you so tell us what you think tell us what you want to hear more of come on over and say hi to us at the red bra project on instagram you can check the full written blog posts on our website theredbraproject.com and every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our youtube channel the red bra project so thank you again for joining us and we will see